Are you in the driver's seat of your own life? And if you're not, have you asked yourself why? Have you figured out what you would need to do differently to get there? Hey, Happy New Year. Welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset coach for business owners and leaders over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today you and me got to talk. My email keeps blowing up over the weekend. We talked about this on the last episode of 2017, and it seems like we're continuing the conversation for our first episode together here in 2018, because people are really struggling with this idea of a new year and new goals. And my inbox is being flooded with questions about people wondering what goals they should be setting, what are good goals, what's a goal that's too unrealistic, are they being realistic about their goals. I have at least 14 emails that I'm sitting in front of, all with the same theme of new year, new you, and what the F does that mean. And I I really was struggling with how I wanted to talk to you guys about it today because I don't think I did such a good job in last week's episode. I think that episode ended up a little more scattered and disorganized than I would have liked. And I really did have a message and a point of view that I wanted to share. And I don't think I did it that well. So this is my attempt at doing it better, but also hopefully putting you at ease a little bit. I think a lot of people started getting stressed out by Facebook because everyone starts talking about the word of the year, the mantra that they're going to follow, their resolution, their new goals, how they're going to 10x their business, how they're going to work smarter, not harder. And all of that messaging, all of that hope-filled talk was read and heard and perceived as pressure to do better, to do more, to somehow show up differently. And I think what I want to help you guys do is settle down a little bit and relax and to lean into who you are, how you move through the world and what you need in your life in business to look differently and feel differently so you can feel better about where you're at right now. So hold on to your seat. Take a deep breath. It's all going to be fine. I'll catch you right on the other side of this break. Think about it this way. I want you to be choosing your life. Beginning, middle, and end. To not be reacting to things that happen, to not be putting yourself in the passenger seat so that other people's wants and wishes end up coming before your own, so that you're reacting to what's happening rather than deciding what you want to have happen. At the new year, it's this huge symbolic time where people want to look back and they want to toss out the old. They want to look away from the crap and the darkness and the things that didn't work. And they see the shiny new possibility that comes with seeing January 1 on the calendar. It's, you know, I put a quote up myself the other day. It's, you know, it's the 365 page book, make it a good one type thing. And it's this idea that you get to decide what happens next. And I think that the intensity for business owners in particular around goal setting is slightly exaggerated. 
I said it last time when we were talking about this last week, this idea that like for some people, goal setting doesn't work, or at least not in the way that people are sort of putting it out there on social media or talking about it in business coaching sessions. It just doesn't jive with people. It is my bias and it is my belief and point of view that without some sort of focused intention um, or some desire that you have that you're working towards or a goal that you are going to drift a little bit aimlessly. I do think that's unavoidable for most people. Do some people operate successfully from some sort of unspoken, intuitive way? Yes, of course they do. I don't think that's the norm. However, I don't think you need to have a wipe-off board filled with your Q1, Q2, Q3 goals in order to be successful. It's fine to have it on a scrap of paper. It's fine to have it as a unspoken intention that you think about. I've given this example before on the show and in articles I've read. I've written, so I know you've heard this from me, but it's this idea of getting crystal clear on who you are, what you want your life to look like, and what you want your business to look like. To know what you want to feel, what you want your energy to be like, what you need to be different, what you need to want, like what you want more of, what you need to have less of, and to get really clear on that. And sometimes all you need to do is make focused, intentioned decisions in ways that get you closer to the life you want to have. So if you can get clear on what you want to feel like in your own skin, what you want your day-to-day to run like, the things you want for yourself, you can ask yourself, does this choice get me closer to the life I want to have and the person I want to be, or does it move me further away? That's all you need to do. You can make it basic. A lot of people successfully operate by getting like and diving deep into the specifics. And if that's you and you know that, then yeah, absolutely. You need to be one of those wipe off board people who outlines it for themselves, who makes a plan and starts to chart a course. But for those of you who are struggling and now I'm looking at like between last week and this week, I'm looking at a combination of 20 emails and I promise you my inbox is never that busy for this show. It seems as though you're lost. And my story is you may not even be in the passenger seat of your car. You might be in the back seat. You might be so used to paying attention to what your spouse wants, what your kids want, what the coulda, shoulda, wouldas are supposed to be for a business, that first you do this and then you do that. And you are getting so bogged down by the noise that you aren't even looking at the road anymore. And now everyone's talking to you about it. And not only are you feeling stuck and embarrassed and ashamed about saying any of that out loud, you have no idea what to do next. The first thing I want you to do is stop the car. Whoever's controlling it, whoever's point of view you're choosing over your own, take a beat, stop, and pull over. The pressure to go, go, go and keep on going is ridiculous and absurd when you have no idea where you want to go. 
So often when people catch themselves in that stuck, frozen, or inactive place, they just want to forge ahead. They want to like skip the race, move right to the marathon, and just push through, gut it through. And all you end up doing when you do that is getting more lost and exhausting yourself. If you're in a moment catching yourself, not paying attention to yourself, your own life, or your own wishes, the last thing I want you to do is take action. Stop taking action for a second. What I want you to do is pull over to the side and catch your breath. You got to figure out how this happened. You have to ask yourself how you gave up all your power and control, why you stopped caring. How did you get stuck? If you don't know that, you're going to end up in the backseat of your car again. You're going to end up pulled over on the side of the road or have your car parked in the garage and you're not even playing the game anymore. You have to ask yourself, how'd I get here? Because if you got there because you burned the candle at both ends and you exhausted yourself and you got overtired, overexhausted, and just lost all motivation and drive, you need to know that. If you got intimidated by the things you were facing and the problems that were coming your way and you found yourself unsure about what you wanted to do next or how you needed to manage things, so you kind of put your head in the sand for a little bit, you want to know that too. You have to know how you got here in order to figure out what you're going to do differently next time. If life handed you a pile of crap in 2017, if you're sitting here listening to me with grief in your life, with loss in your life, with pain, with struggle, you need to know that, honor it, and respect it. You can't skip it. You can't numb out to it. And you sure as heck cannot pretend that it's not there because it is the dead weight that is holding you down. If you're hurting, if you're managing some depression or anxiety, you have got to be bold enough and brave enough to look yourself in the mirror and deal with it. Those people who are talking to you about goal setting and 10xing your business and working harder and or working smarter and not harder, they have no idea what you're carrying. Only you know. And you also know how heavy it really is. And if you kind of are copping out, phoning it in, and you're really not dealing with all that much, but you've just kind of quit or you've, you know, kind of given up, tossed in the towel, saw that it was maybe December 1st, or maybe you quit around Thanksgiving time and you just figured out that you would coast for the rest of the year and go into 2018 differently. Well, then it's time for you to wake up, to decide that numbing out for your life doesn't work. Putting your head in the sand doesn't work. If it was working, you wouldn't be writing to me and saying, hey, what am I supposed to be doing differently? Why is everybody talking about this? Am I behind the times in some way? The people who it works for when they're numbing out, who take a back seat in their own lives, if they're good with the back seat, if they've been mindful about it and they recognize they just need somebody else to take the wheel for a little while, they don't write to me and ask me what they should be doing differently. The people who are writing to me know they've somehow checked out and you just don't know how to check back in. 
And the first thing you have to do is check in with yourself. You have to figure out who you've been running from, who you've been hiding from, what scary truths you're trying to avoid, what things you're trying to skip and pretend didn't happen. Because if you don't deal with them now, they're going to bite you on the ass later. Whatever demons you're dealing with, whatever regrets, whatever hard or scary, intimidating feelings you're facing, you've got to deal with them. And if you find yourself unclear, write to me. Get get dirty in it. Like Get in the mess and tell me what's up and I will help you find your way out. But you end up stuck and you end up intimidated by goal setting when you're skipping the hard stuff when you're pretending it's not there. And the hard stuff might be that you're building a life you don't really like. I've been there. Usually when I'm checked out, usually when I'm numbing out and I'm kind of not working too hard, I can usually tell it's because I'm doing something in my life or I've built a life that I don't really like. I caught myself doing that when I had at my private therapy practice towards the end. I had like my regular crew of clients who came in um, and I stopped trying to drum up new business. I tried to just, you know, almost hide under the radar when people would call to schedule an appointment. Even though I had room, I would tell them that my practice was full. I didn't want what I had built, but I didn't want to say out loud that I didn't like what I had built. So I was kind of coasting in that middle no man's land. And that's no way to live. And if you're stuck there and you realize you feel trapped by choices you've made, and maybe that's why you don't like the driver's seat anymore because you don't trust where you're going or that you can get yourself to where you're going to go. It's going to be okay. I've done this a couple of times in my life and I work with clients every day who have built businesses that make them unhappy. There have been two occasions in my own life where I thought I was in my dream job only to find out, you know, a couple of years later it made me miserable down the road. It's the same thing with marriages and relationships. I'm talking these days to a lot of people who are kind of good with their professional lives. Things are going well in their businesses, but they're trapped in dead-end relationships or they're trapped in dysfunctional patterns and personal relationships. Excuse me about that. Got something caught in my throat there. They're, they're sort of trapped by bad dynamics and bad history, and they don't know how to get themselves out. And so they check out and they tune out and they start phoning it in rather than really looking at what's in front of them that isn't working and what are they willing to do differently to make it work. That's the dialogue you need to have with yourself. Not everyone's writing to me about their goals right now, feeling you know that it's all about business. So many people seem to be drifting in their personal lives. And I know too that it can be confusing because you all know that I used to be a therapist. I focus now more on business coaching issues, but then when something personal comes up, you want my two cents on that. And I've got tons of questions um, that I'm getting in about that. And I am happy to help. Because here's what I know to be true. We cannot operate our best selves in our businesses if we are allowing our homes to burn down. 
and vice versa. It doesn't work. If we're building our personal lives up and we ignore our businesses, something will suffer. We do need to take care of both. And one of the things that I'm learning, the more I work with experienced um, and sort of established business owners, people who have had their businesses for two or three years have passed that 6K mark. One of the things I'm hearing over and over again from folks is that they've somehow run away from who they were into their businesses. They told themselves a story that they could avoid the hard past. They could avoid their hurts, their pain, the disappointments if they just built a business and built a new life. And here's the thing about that, my friends. Wherever you go, there you are. Beginning, middle, and end. You can't run from yourself. But as soon as you start facing whatever it is that has you stuck, you then can figure out and work with yourself or work with me if you'd like to get unstuck. What we do know from this scenario is whatever you're doing right now isn't working. If you're in the passenger seat of your car, if you're in the back seat of the car, if the car is parked in the garage with the garage door shut, something isn't working because you're not right with yourself. And we want to get you right with yourself. I know that what I'm asking you to do here is really scary. If it was easy, you'd have already done it and you wouldn't have had to send me an email. I get it. But I got to tell you, you have to decide what you're more scared of. Standing still in this place of half avoidance, half inaction, sitting in the coulda, shoulda, wouldas, or facing whatever it is that you're so intimidated by. What are you more scared of? Because whatever you're more scared of is where your energy is going to go. And as long as your energy goes there, your ability to take action is weakened and lessened. You have to recognize that you have choices here. You get to also, by the way, choose the pace. Just because the new year has started, you don't have to have your foot all the way down on the gas full throttle in the left-hand lane. You can take it as it comes. You can decide for yourself the pace and what you're willing to do. That's the beauty of being the driver in your own life. If you're in the driver's seat, you can pull over and take a breath when you need to. You can slow down the gas. You can hit the brake. You can add some music to the car and listen to the radio. You can take the long way. You can take the scenic route. You have choices. But when you react to the needs of others over yourself, when you react to the expectations you imagine other people have over you instead of what it is you want to do or what you think you need to do, that's when you get stuck. The other thing I want to talk to you about is all of the formulas we're hearing about building businesses. Whether we're talking about going to social media and building X number of followers, doing a webinar and then creating an email funnel and then an automation sequence and giving a freebie and a tripwire and all of the nonsense and the jargon that's going on in the online space around building online businesses. I think it's overwhelming the crap out of a lot of people who are listening to this show. This idea that there's one way or one secret way or one most effective way, I think is a little bit about what happens to people as they listen to it 
they end up getting overwhelmed. They hide. First, maybe they do put themselves in the passenger seat of the car, and then they just get in the back seat, and then they park the car in the garage because they don't want to look because it's all just too much. I want to remind you that if you're a business owner or you're in your professional life and you're in your nine to five, you get to decide what happens next. Obviously, regardless if you're a business owner or in a nine to five, you have expectations of financial, you know, goals that you might need to mat, you, you know, if you're in your nine to five, you need to make money. If you own a business, you need to make money, but you get to decide how. And if the prescribed way isn't working for you, choose a different path. It's a hell of a lot better than doing nothing. And it's scary to go against the grain. It's intimidating to say, yeah, I know I should be doing X, Y, and Z, but it doesn't fit well. It doesn't feel well. I think I need to do something different. It's really scary to say that to people who are looking at their six-figure businesses. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. And trying to get a square peg into a round hole is a waste of your time and energy. If you are doing things in your business or you're making choices in your professional life that are simply not working for you, that aren't consistent with who you are, how you want to be moving through the world, if you're sitting in a situation that feels heavy, that feels burdensome, that feels uninspiring, you owe it to yourself to do something about that. And my story about the people who wrote in, my story about the people who are struggling with goal setting is they are trapped in decisions they think they can't get out of. And if that is you, write in again, tell me your situation, and I promise you I can help you out of it. But you cannot do that sitting still. You got to get clear with yourself at first. You do have to sit still for that first moment of figuring out how the heck you got here. Why are you stuck? What isn't working? And then the next question is, what are you willing to do about it? I'm sorry that you're feeling stuck. I'm sorry that you're feeling trapped. I think you might be getting distracted by the noise here. I think that there's a lot going on in the online space that contributes to people's insecurities. I think if you can quiet the noise, I think if you can get still with yourself, it's all going to get a heck of a lot easier for you. But you have to choose your own life. You have to decide that staying still, being numb, tuning out, phoning it in isn't working for you. And I believe that that's true about you because it isn't working because you wrote in and told me about it. You're just kind of stuck on what to do next. And I think if you look whatever it is you're running from in the eye, you face it and you deal with it. I think you've totally got this. Do it in your way, at your pace, in your own time, but get it done. Because without a plan or an intention or something set before you, you're just going to end up stuck. And you don't have to be. 
Thanks for joining me today for this conversation. I hope I haven't repeated myself too much from last week's episode, but I know I didn't deliver my best work last week. And I know that given the size of my inbox this morning, there were still a lot more questions. So I hope you're feeling more centered, you're feeling more intentional, and you're feeling more committed to picking the path that works for you and recognizing that it doesn't have to work for anyone else. It just has to work for you. Thanks for having this conversation with me. Thanks for trusting me with your questions and for reaching out with them. It makes for a really good show. I would rather be talking to you about your specific questions, your particular struggles, than coming up with what I imagine you'd want to talk about. So keep the questions coming, but maybe take some pressure off yourself to have all the answers. Thanks so much for joining me. If you want my two cents on your situation, you can find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. If you've gotten value from this show, if you think that this show is worth listening to, the best way you can help me is to share the show on social media, but to also go over to iTunes, leave a review and let me know that you liked it. Thanks so much for joining me and I'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye for now.